1: hello 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 i want to say i'm sorry i'm sorry why are you saying you're sorry
2: to them they'll never know the difference i'm sorry i'm sorry the only person that
3: really you should be sorry for is me because now i have to work saturday (laughs) Oh. (laughs) oh i'm sorry rub it in john rub it in or sunday i don't know it's okay I'm telling you, I've had a lot of uh, technical issues. There's a show called Lisa and Lisa, and uh, they're having problems. Uh, You know, it's funny. They came out with all these things like Zencaster. Yes, Yak It Up with Lisa and Lisa. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember the part of it. I just know West Coast and East Coast Lisa. And, uh, you know, with Zencaster and Cast and Ringer and that other one that and for some reason, they're all having problems. And this is my opinion. This is John's opinion. They're all having problems syncing. So you get in there, and then you get these tracks. And after they go, they're fine in the beginning. But for some reason, they start getting out of sync. And I don't know why. Maybe it's something that, who knows why. But it's not really working, and it's an editing nightmare. And again, I'm back to the thing is, if you have a co-host, you should be doing a double-ender. That is the best way, unless your computer shuts off. That is the best way to get the best audio. Yep. It's a sin. It would be great if they worked. All these things, these little programs, these little internet browser things, it'd be fantastic. But
2: Well, Mercury is still in retrograde for another week. Maybe that's it. And then it'll be over. That's definitely it.
3: It never fails.
2: It's always this bad. This is one of the worst ones. I hope this is the worst one this year because i'm so tired of it
3: so should we explain what's going on why we're because everybody's probably confused
2: oh we're complaining because this is the second week in a row (laughs) that some fluke has happened while we were recording on wednesday and now we have to record again on friday so this is take two for this week and we also had a take two for last week and uh as Elsie very kindly pointed out, it isn't even because of her Wi-Fi issues. It's two fluke things. So like week one, she accidentally pressed stop after like 12 minutes. And week two, her computer just restarted in the middle of our damn recording. After we were almost done. We were about to actually we we're like an hour in.
1: Yeah, we were an hour. in. We were in.
2: just about to wrap it up. I was so sad.
1: It was Whole awful. lost. It was awful. And the thing is, it didn't even just restart. It just turned off. It was like, bye bye. I didn't know that. It just powered down.
2: That's even it worse. Just,
1: yeah, it just was off. It just turned oh, off. Yeah, it didn't gosh. restart. So then I was like, what is happening here? So now I'm like, obviously, you know, plugged in this. I have double backup for that. Well, not double. I have to say that right now I'm recording straight into the H6 as a like as a microphone in the same way that we were recording the other day, but this time it's not in the computer. So the point of failure here would be just if the H6 turns off, which... Hopefully that doesn't happen because then that
3: would right. really suck. Um, There'll be a hole in the wall over here where my head just went through.
1: Yeah, I would just, I honestly would be like, I think I'm giving up. I am now going to give up because this is not.
3: Cool. Like in 2012. <laughs> Don't give up. Everybody had to kind of learn how to podcast and there really wasn't a, anything like, I mean, I guess everybody was still, was kind of using Skype and stuff like that, but you still had to learn how to edit your own shows. There really wasn't a lot of stuff for podcasters. So, the podcast pioneers up until, I guess, 2010. But then in 2012, people start teaching podcasting and, and stuff like that. And we kind of had to learn how to do double-enders and stuff like that. And now no one really learns how to do it because with all these other things out there, there's no reason to, kind of, sort of, until the tools break. And then you're right. sitting there with like, oh, no, now what? How do we do this? And uh, I am teaching Lisa and Lisa, they don't really want to learn this, but I'm teaching them because it's the thing. It's like, oh, no, we're ready to record and Lisa can't hear us. I'm like, which one? East Coast, West Coast. Oh I don't know. God. So I'm like, that's it, ladies. Because they're having the same problem. They can't get content out because they can't record. And I'm like, listen, yeah, you're going to do this like three times and then you're going to get it down and you're going to be like, oh, I can't believe we didn't do this from the get go. It's not really that hard, is it, ladies? We do it every week no. now.
1: No. It's no, very easy. it's not easy. that hard. And it's like, you know, it was interesting. Is like even the... And then this time when Rob and I were on the phone, the phone like dropped the call.
3: But as long as and you're still know, recording, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we were
1: still recording. It was fine. It was totally fine. It yeah. was no big deal. We just kept recording and then called back and it's... I just have to snip all that stuff out, right? So it's no big deal. But um, it's... Yeah, it, it. I. I think bottom line that this is probably the best, absolutely for the audio, uh, especially if you have a co-host. If you guys, if anybody has a co-host out there, and you're doing a co-hosted show, and you always know you're going to have your buddy with you, I would suggest doing double enders the entire time and just sync it up at in, in post. And and honestly, it's not that bad. Like it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to do it at all. The the times that I do, you know, when I edit the feed, yeah, it takes me a little longer because there's a lot of fumbling, there's a lot of mistakes, but that's not due to the double ender. That's just due to us, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and so (laughs) I just have to edit. Operator error. Yeah, I, I, we have to do that. We have to do retakes. You know, the girls are coming in the house. Like, that would be in the recording r- regardless. It's just going to be part of it. So that has nothing to do with the double ender. And the quality is nice. So it doesn't, yeah, I'm not a,
3: The eh. issue is, is when you want to take guests or you have to do interviews. Yes,
1: and absolutely. And then you do yes. not
3: know the, uh, I guess, the technological, uh, what would you say, now I can't figure out the word. The technological uh, paralysis of the person you're going to interview—they right. wouldn't know how to do a double ender. So you gotta kind of rely on Skype or some way having them call in on a phone, and that's not even easy. Uh, I'm doing. No, but
1: you know, oh, go ahead.
3: I was gonna say I just uh, I'm tearing after we get done recording here, ladies. I'm tearing this studio down and I'm rebuilding it with my new mixer and my new microphones and everything. And I'm putting another computer in here with Skype as a phone just to see if I could take phone calls, just to learn how to do it. Sometimes you just gotta play with things and practice with things. You kinda gotta crash and burn, fly without a net.
1: Yep, absolutely. You this know, is there's such um, a
2: motivational
1: speech. It is.
3: What? No chit chat? <laughs> it
1: is. I mean I mean that yeah, no, the chit chat is actually very much have to do with what we have to work on this time, you know, because it's, I just, uh, you know, I did a little bit, a really quick consult with um, a woman who has an FBI show, and um, and it's really, really cool. She, like, she does, like, these uh, old FBI files, like, that's, like, her. I can't, I'm looking for her the exact name so I can actually give her some props, and I can't find it at this moment. But what was really interesting is, you know, as we sat, she really wanted to level up her audio, and... Uh, she she said to me, listen, I've had ex-FBI agents who don't want to learn how to use Skype and that it's been a deal breaker a couple of times when I've sent them information and they quit and they say, I'm sorry, I'm not doing this anymore. And so she, wow. in, in lieu of stopping, she said, I'm just going to do what they can. And so she does it with a, the phone call. And what I said to her was, you know, what she can optimize is her intro and her outro is what she can optimize and make sure that her, her audio is level in terms, again, like we were talking about loudness level because her content is super riveting. And so instead of losing the content. From these people who are, um, she's got such a, uh, it's such a great show. I love it so much. But what she can, again, what she can optimize is that is her intro. She comes in sounding her like her amazing voice and then transitions into some, and then can say like, the audio is a little bit different because we recorded doing this. That's it. Here we are. And then it's obviously the audio quality isn't as good as the intro and the outro, but the levels are fine and the content is stellar. That's what she has to deal with. Unless she really, really wants to put things out and send them microphones and do all this kind of stuff when it's going to put off a lot of people. These are very specific people that she's looking for. And a lot of them don't want to. And again, these are retired FBI agents who are uh, you, you retire from the FBI, I believe, when you're 57, I think she mentioned, or 56. And so you're kind of forced to retire. And so that's who she's touching base with.
3: Yeah, they're kind of curmudgeony. Hmm. They're, they're set in their yeah. ways.
1: Yeah. And uh, so there's no way. And then she would, again, she would prefer to land the big client or the big guest versus making them quit because they can't figure it out, right?
3: Right. Now, so, uh, I have a client, Jamie, who has the Murderish podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. She just landed a big interview with a detective who has a show on uh, in its ID network. So it's Investigation Discovery. So she had to go out there And to a hotel and record there. And she's like, well, I have this uh, H6 and uh, I'll learn how to use it. And I'm like, this is a huge interview for her. This is a big get. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I don't want you to do that. She's like, I'll be fine. I'm like, I'm nervous. And she's like, well, if you're nervous, I'm nervous. I'm like, good, because you should be. So we (laughs) got another uh, another friend of mine, Jason, I'll give him a plug, Jason, uh, who has the evening radio podcast. He went out there and she hired him he brought his mixer his mics and everything went out there set it up and the audio was fantastic so you know there's always a way of trying to move stuff you know stuff around or do something like that but if you you do have to work i had another client who would take and have the, you know do the interview on the phone but when she asked the questions she went back and just asked the questions on her own microphone so it sounded like she was in a studio and he was on the phone the problem with that is you just can't go aha uh-huh, aha uh-huh, during the interview because then it sounds like you're on the phone, which right. is you shouldn't do that anyhow. Anyhow,
1: yeah, it's all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, but I, you know what? I actually think that this is a great segue to our sponsor from uh, Emerald City Productions.
3: Tip number five, if you are using a computer in the box setup to record your podcast, you need an external hard drive. You should always record to an external hard drive. In fact, most digital audio workstation software manufacturers recommend recording to an external hard drive. The reason being... The internal hard drive is already busy running the operating system of the computer, and it's not a question of if, but when you will get errors if you try to record to the internal hard drive. Another overall tip when recording your podcast, either using a computer or an out-of-the-box mix-minus type setup with a mixer, is to always have closed-ear headphones or earbuds when you're recording. This will prevent the sound from bleeding out of the headphones and getting picked up by your microphone.
0: You know that feeling when you do everything you can, research, plan, prepare, execute, you've got a great guest to interview, you're all set to go, and then your sound breaks up or you lose your connection or it's just dead air? Yep, that was happening to me more and more on my on-air live podcast show. So frustrating, so unprofessional. And that's when I decided I needed to do something about this. And that's when I found Danny Osment from Emerald City Productions. Danny took the worry out, the frustration, and the anxiety. Danny helped me and my sound quality. He helped me understand podcasting. He helped me with my format. He helped me switch my platform easily and effectively. In other words, he up-leveled my show. He took the anxiety out so that I could focus on my content. I'm so glad he is producing my show for me now. Now I know my sound will be great, the show's consistent, which allows my level of my expertise for my work to come through. I'm so grateful for Danny's help, his expertise, and my podcast, The Empowered Spirit Show.
1: Yay. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he's talking about the same thing that just happened to us about the right. computer using the thing and the recording and it exploded What and- a fun coincidence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How that is awesome such a that fun we- coincidence that oh
1: my was. God.
3: Although I don't you- think that once your computer shut off, it would have shut the hard drive off too, so you would have lost it anyhow. But that's yeah, a great idea. So you- it I is don't a do great that. idea.
1: Yes, right. I think what happened too is also um, when I was thinking about like my computer has never done that, and I think that what happened is other than Mercury being in retrograde, that um, I was using the computer power as well to to power the H six, and so I think that there was a little like this is a the the computer was like this is a lot there's a lot going on here. I'm not sure how to handle it. I think I want to go away.
3: <laughs> so, I need a break.
1: <laughs> I need a break. Oh my god. So I think that that's what happened. Um because I was I, sure. I was booting, you know, there was I wasn't plugged in. The H6 was not plugged in to something else. It was plugged in to power uh inside of the computer. So
3: And it is now, no, no. correct?
1: And it is right now it is not into the computer. No, Yay! it's yeah, it's somewhere else. Oh, but let me tell you a story before we continue. Um so Given the fact that I want to have another microphone, right, and I haven't really ordered it from Amazon, but there is a, oh my gosh, a Guitar Center right next to Whole Foods, almost next to Whole Foods in that same area. And then so yesterday, I went into Guitar Center because I wanted to see if I would, if they had an ATR then, I would have just bought it. But I went in and I started looking at all the microphones and all this kind of stuff. and. And I couldn't find anything that I was, uh, that I knew. And I'm like, well, I guess I could buy like a, there was like a $60 microphone there. And I'm like, I could just have that just to have, you know, and I'm, I'm mulling over the stuff and the guy starts to help me out. Why do you need it for? And all the stuff. And I told him Why? And then um, he, you know, he was being incredibly helpful and incredibly supportive with all of the choices. He showed me all the dynamics. He showed me all of the condensers that he had in a different place and all this kind of stuff. And so um, as I'm, I'm, I'm he's sitting there trying to make a sale, right? And then I go, yeah, because I mean, I already have a mic. I have a mic. It's in my, it's in my storage space. And he's like, oh, what do you have? And I said, I have a Heil PR-20. And he's like, what are you doing here shopping for this? Go get your mic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. So he was like, Forget- what do you so do? Funny. Like He has CC- he literally kicked me out of the store.
3: <laughs> I'd rather pay $100 <laughs> and try to find that mic. Wow.
1: I know. And so he was just like, just go get your Heil. It's a much better microphone there. than any of the stuff that we have here. I was like,
2: okay, I'll go get that it. That is funny. So, so that was funny.
1: Yeah. So, how about this, guys? How about what? we talk about, about Alex Inc. You want it because we we promised in the last did episode that it? I would watch it. Yes, I watched one and a half. So I watched um one and a half. Ha- I watched Yeah, because I didn't one. have time. I haven't had time. I didn't have time to finish this the second half of the second one. So, I did watch you know one and a half of it. So there. Okay. Okay.
3: So, so okay, so who wants to how, start wait, with this? Wait,
1: wait, hold on one second. Okay. What are the parameters of the discussion? What are we going to discuss?
3: About how do we it? think it's going to, is it going to help or hurt podcasting? Is it realistic as far as podcasting?
2: There's no parameters. There's just no do parameters. do you like, like
1: it. Or there's
3: no parameters. Do
1: you like it? No. Well, Why does it have it, to be parameters? Well, okay, so here's what I, I mean, all right. Well, I guess I just wanted to discuss it. You know, like how people have shows about tv shows and they sit there and they talk about the show like i like that i thought like well let's discuss you know different levels not just like it was really stupid or it was really great i loved it and like i wanted a little more like what like i don't know the characters and the setting and like the scenes and stuff but i guess
2: i feel like they did that more in number two
1: ah
3: i haven't given up on it yet i still will continue to watch
2: yeah, I think they they covered that in episode two a little better. Okay.
3: <clears throat> I think.
1: Yeah, I had a I just had a see first... that you might disagree. Right. just is fine. So all in all, like with those some of those things that um um John had just mentioned in terms of what it would do for podcasting, I think it's not gonna hurt it because just the fact that he's talking about it, I just thought, oh my gosh, how fun. That it's an actual thing and the same reactions from people about it you know especially when like the uncle will would say podcasting and he would quote it like like podcasting like it's and alex is all no it's not a quote it actually exists like this is a thing you know
2: yeah that was so funny when he was like podcasting with quotes and he was like yeah um they are a thing I know.
1: <laughs> so there were a lot of like in, so little funny. inside things like that that make fun of it that I really th- that I enjoyed. You know, there were many things that I enjoyed about that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not too like I'd like to see where it be- goes to and uh, from the perspective of like the growth of the characters and that kind of stuff. But I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't that bad. And I don't think it's going to hurt podcasting, at least from what i saw and my girls you know because i I had it while i was washing dishes right before i'm like trying to get through the stuff and so they caught the bat the the last part of the first episode and they really love the kids i mean they and both of my girls were laughing hysterically especially hunter she just thought the jokes were so funny and then i was like okay well she thinks it's funny
3: (laughs) not gonna lie when the investor petted the uh non-allergic cat And swell up like a tick. I thought that was hysterical.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they've got some great stuff. And, like, there's some silly things, uh, of course, and some exaggerated things, of course. And then I also felt that there are some things that felt kind of forced, like the Chris Saka thing. Like Chris Saka, I thought, was very stale and kind of like, how hard is it for this? It was really hard for him to play himself and not look like he was really stiff and uncomfortable and yet at the same time wanted to do that on purpose.
2: Like, for example, anytime I see um, what's the guy who played Dawson Vanderbeek? Whenever I see James Vanderbeek play himself, he's always a douche. Same with Neil Patrick Harris. Hmm. They always play themselves as a douche. Maybe Chris Sacco was doing that. No, I don't
1: think he's that smart no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding not that it's that <laughs> smart it's just that not it's even t- smart but just no. like maybe that was part of the it no? could it could have been it could have been but still I mean yeah but I have to say that I was a lot more I was pleasantly surprised and it was kind of and there was an element you know that I really I was like when I was watching with my girls I was like see what mommy does is like real it's on a show now <laughs>
3: I just don't lock my room in myself in a room for an hour for nothing. There's actually Do stuff going on. You understand
2: now why I didn't want you to post that review without having seen it. I yeah. thought they were vastly unfair considering their perspective.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I can understand it. And I can also and again, I can see how it's a and it can bridge the gap. It could uh, allow for a conversation to happen with somebody that doesn't know What this is and/or podcasting is, it can even just when he was talking about when he made that whole show up with his, you know, just with his voice and he was changing his voice and doing all that stuff. Where it's like the kids, like it explains a lot of. It, even though it was done visually, so much it explains yeah. what it is, right? Because there's a lot of yes. people that don't get it, so I get that. Then, but the only thing, I, I actually, I shouldn't say the only thing that concerns me is really it's just a matter of like, is there a way to get a different style of podcast in there, you know? And plus, he was just talking into the microphone, and I just thought that was so hilarious because I remember. You know, back in the day when we were going to like when I attended the first few like podcasting and portable media expo, because that's what it was called at that time, um, everybody, everybody was walking around with some kind of microphone and some kind of recorder. Everybody. I mean, it was like almost imagine like pot you know how in podcast when you go to podcast movement, you don't actually see, I mean, you see microphones in the boots and stuff like that, and you will occasionally see people sitting in a corner recording. For the portable and new media expo thingy, it was like the all of the people that were walking in the halls, both the presenter, like the people so who were bizarre. just walking and the booths, all of them had and they were all doing all at the same time. Like Everybody was walking down the halls going, and now I'm walking down the hall, and oh, I see a booth. And this booth is the LA podcasters. Oh, and next to the LA podcasters, you can find the San Diego podcasters too. I see four people sitting there Lord. recording with one another. Let's see what they have to say. I mean, and this was happening like everyone. And so then you would change, like people would come up to you as you're walking. Who are you? What is your name? Would you like to be on? You know, like, or are, are you willing to do an interview to my show? My show is She Podcast. Will you say, I love She Podcast with Elsie and Jess. Okay, ready? Go. Like, all over the place. That sounds so annoying. And so when I saw him walking around like that, that well, was one of the first things I thought. I was like, oh, I remember when we would all walk around with recorders everywhere. <laughs>
3: That kind of happened after the Mid Atlantic Podcast Conference. Uh, okay. After after everything was done, we were, they all went to the bar, and then every there was a bunch of portable podcasting rigs broke out, and next thing you know, there was a lot of uh, people recording shows episodes right there. So, but I thought that was kind of neat that they could actually get somebody that they probably wouldn't have known before that, you know. I mean, you, yeah. that's kind of what you do. You're looking for your, the next show, the next idea. Yeah, it's
1: pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And it was like, and I remember, I mean, yeah, all in all, it was really great to get other voices on. But anyway, going back to Alex Inc., I really enjoyed the kids. I think the kids are fun. I, I find the little boy refreshingly. I like his character, you Weird. know? I, yeah, yeah, I like him. I like that character too. I'm not so happy with the wife as much.
3: No, me either. Really? She doesn't really play a, uh, because if she, if she would have found out that he took the 401k money out of there and she didn't kill him, see, that's not really <laughs> true to character. Because I don't know a woman, one that <laughs> they took all the, the retirement money out and all that to go into some kind of crazy scheme like this, she wouldn't have killed him.
1: Well, but I think that it, you know, it's not necessarily that. She I think so that if there's like. It's like a. That's true. I kind of want her to be mo- more. Like I think she's just being fleshed out a little bit more now. You know. I mean, I love her. I just think that she's not given. I don't know. Something fell flat for me. So on far, the... all she is is supportive. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's well, all. She's it's a really just... good
2: actress. She really could be more in this show. Maybe she will be. But really, the show's about him. So yeah, it's, it I know.
1: A, well, know. But it's I'm also not. a. Fa- it's like a family thing. You know, I totally understand that. That the family is involved. I mean, in all of the episodes, that's what's. That's the thing, right? I mean, at least from what I've seen, it's like he's working and and I, and he's doing stuff, and did you, I think but
2: it, if you had seen the whole episode of season two you mean the episode whole two. thing is about- episode. what did i say season yeah. the whole episode two is about her having to take on what Alex was doing so that he can go do this and how you know she doesn't do it like Daddy does it, and oh boy, you know she has this whole yeah, like episode two, she has this whole reckoning of her own skills in his absence. So she just yeah. she does. You didn't see much of episode. two, I did. I
1: think. No, I did see. I mean, I saw the way when he was he was with the costumes when they were choosing the costumes and yes, and then, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Which I just thought was super. Well, the way cute. that episode ends is
2: very is very her centric. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I never. Yeah, I yeah. didn't see that second part, and um, I think that the last yeah. little part that I want that I stopped watching in is when he was, when he was making the the uncle and that girl do the make me feel exercise or whatever. Like when people are fighting, like when you guys are fighting, it makes me feel okay. Go, <laughs> I was like.
2: What? I thought that was really funny, too.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah. I, I actually that
2: really funny. like Michael Imperioli's character for the first time. Instead of him being a big, dumb mook.
1: He's like, got some I smart stuff. Like, he's got some I'm smart. I'm him,
2: and you're the assistant. And she's like, no, but content. And he's like, who's going to pay for it, dummy? <laughs> right? Like, he's like trying yeah. to get, you know, a, he he's sitting here. He nailed it a, a meeting with Squarespace. I was totally on his side. Like, Forget Chris Saka. It's Squarespace.
1: <laughs> well, what do you she mean? had You're yeah, she had a, a meeting with, this. She, with somebody else. Yeah, she had like a content kind of thing with oh, right, somebody, right? Right, with like with a company, yeah,
2: with like an interview with somebody important. Yes, a CEO. That's right. That's the right. CEO You're right. It was company. a famous CEO yeah. of something. Yes, and I was like, okay, now I like his character. He's
1: me. <laughs> Who?
2: He but is I just me. thought that it,
1: he is but, me, yeah. And they brought Squarespace in there, and I just thought that was really great, you know. And I just thought, like, wow, Squarespace, like, is on, like, they got we a just mention. got a
2: huge, you know, yeah. You don't think they didn't get a mention? They paid for that. Come on, yes. else, well, you know, they paid for that, right? You think they so? went to every, yes, Gimlet, yes, NBC went to Gimlet. Who are your advertisers? Which one of them would like? um uh, product placement it's
1: just like having a the logo. Snapple. okay no but here but here's the thing doesn't though. matter doesn't matter
2: no it doesn't matter because because like in jerry seinfeld you could clearly see they were drinking snapple were clearly canadian or what about bosco you know they only did that whole thing with bosco because hershey wouldn't do it I, I don't. have no don't idea but mind you. About. I don't even know
1: what Bosco is. What is that? There
2: was an episode where George's password, his pin word for his debit card, was Bosco. Well, how could it be Hershey? It like Hershey's a chocolate too long. Syrup. Right. Bosco's too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, it's it's of <laughs> placement. Nothing you ever see on television that's a name of a company hasn't been pre-authorized and and paid for. I assure you. I promise. Well, they there will you change have it. the name of the company. So with I'm the saying box. they would have said Mailchimp if they'd asked Mailchimp first. You know what I mean? Right. Could have been anybody. Could have been held Fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was also, and I don't remember this, a Squarespace commercial during one of the breaks. Like they probably it could have been. Negotiated it could have been. Well.
1: I didn't. Yeah. yeah I well, obviously I was watching it via. I was Jessica when I was watching this. Oh right. So I didn't really <laughs> oh, right. see any. I didn't see any other than the advertisements that they have for, you know, they have a Mac advertisement that I saw for, not the Mac, an Apple advertising for the new um, iPad, iPad and pencil is what keeps showing up. But, but yeah, no, I was very, very happily surprised. And I, in fact, what I thought most is mostly about my, my girls. I would like it, you know, they could watch it and it would be awesome. And I thought, family, kind of, they would understand. And I can kind of say like, you know, it's kind of like this TV show. So I hope it does well. It kind of it feels like Mm, if it continues to grow, there's a possibility to maybe add different layers, right? Oh, and then the other layers. And when I say different layers, I mean different layers of the podcasting space. So it either could continue to go into the entrepreneurial space of things, you know, that it can just go into more business and more... Uh, New York, and more family, and more in in that side of things, the business end of things, or it could also start to expand to include elements of what the space is, the tr- the reality of the space. Maybe they That's could have. That's why I think it's you know, fun, actually. Yeah. Well, well, I wish that that they would do that. That they would start to expand it to do that. That maybe they go to a conference like Podcast Movement, you know. And they could be called something else. I just like like
2: that he has his little
1: mic in his bag and that he
2: stands it on the table and just starts having work conversations. I love that. That he's capturing it. Like, because the audience is now fully aware that everything they're saying is going on record. And I just love that aspect of it. It made me tense. When he put it, you know, he got there. They're already fighting. He opens it up. He puts it on the desk. I actually also love, and this is probably what Hollywood Reporter hated, I love that his chair kept plant face-planting him into the floor, hmm. which is something you can't see like here on camera, but I love that every time he sat on the chair, it would hurl him into the It front, would, right yeah, into the would floor. Yeah, he would just like,
1: yeah.
2: It was so funny. That's so funny that he would just, and I just thought that was, it was a fun addition to the fact that like yeah he's recording his show but also
1: he's falling on his ass every five minutes and um, anyway whatever I, did you see that i just thought it was um, good I, d-
2: I like him though
1: did you see that post uh i think dan posted it in the podcast movement group that it was that thread i think it was a thread from a it must have been a producer a woman producer did you did you see that um no it was it was so hilarious so I wish I I wish you could find it. Uh, I can't go look for it right now because the computer is record is on really horrible, um, even more horrible um, bandwidth. But what Dan posted in there, he just literally he just posted a Twitter thread from this woman. And then when you click through the Twitter thread, Mm -hmm. she has this huge thing where she's making fun of all of the all of the things that aren't true. Uh, for podcasters or, or or producers of audio that it just you would never do that. Like you just won't do that. Like you won't use that microphone. You won't put it that way. It won't be leaning this way. You need to put it closer to your mouth. Like, But she did it in such a sassy way. She would take screenshots and then she would put it up there and then she would make a, a like a, a snarky commentary as a producer of audio. Like you have to, you know, oh, whatever. Oh, that's cool. I haven't seen it. It is so it is so funny. Yeah. So like like it's not cruel, it's just hilarious. It's really funny. And then to your point, John, when you were saying like, "Well, is that the way podcasting really is?" Then I thought, like, "Oh my gosh, we have finally made it to things like we could now call ourselves like like the FBI agents or the lawyers or the you know because every time and like a or like all those agencies or the police or anything like that, all those procedural dramas and most of them, if if you are in that profession. You will immediately go. Uh, yeah, that you don't do that, firemen. You know, you don't do that. You can't. Elevators.
3: Do that. Like Ele- <laughs> I used to see when I was watch when I watched TV and there's an elevator scene or something like that. I'm like, that couldn't happen, it's <laughs> because it just can't. But they don't know.
1: <laughs> right. And so, like, there's but a couldn't. No. But,
3: no elevator is going to fall to the ground. It just can't happen because there's a weight that on the other side that would keep it from falling. That's what, that's what so, cracks me up all the time. Everybody's worried about that, but it can never happen. Or the other one is they were stuck in the elevator and all the air was gone. There's vents. There's a big giant hole in the ceiling with a fan. You'd have to breathe all the air in the world before you would suffocate in an elevator. But that's what <laughs> cracks me up. There's a big crack in the door. It does
2: seem – you know why I think that works? Like Because it's a fear because yes. I would be scared shitless if I – yeah. I mean you feel that way. Therefore, it must be true. Right.
1: Yeah. And so I understand uh, what you're saying. with a lot of that stuff, it's like most of those things, like, um again, going back to the the FBI Retired Files show, she had a, a, a show with this guy who's written a few books, and they went through all the misconceptions that people think about the FBI. And they went, they literally broke it down some of the top 10 things that people think the FBI does. Uh, Or that are portrayed on television or in movies and things like that, that are absolutely just not true. Like you can't do those things like that just does not it doesn't happen that way, you know. And um, there's so many of those misconceptions that she was bringing forth to the table and how some um, shows like CSI have made think have made people think Especially when they are in court, like serving for jury duty and things like that. Like they wonder, like, why couldn't they get DNA off of that thing? Or why don't they have a test that can test that? Well, there's a lot of things that just don't exist, that just were made up. (laughs) That's not right. Like yeah. with the chain, of, the, you know, the chain of command, like you don't do that. You don't just like, people don't just grab evidence. You don't, you don't, like there's all of this protocol. And so it's the same thing that now podcasters are going through where all our audio producers are like, you don't, you don't put that microphone that way. You don't use a microphone. That's a condenser mic. You know what I mean? You don't, What or that's a dynamic. <laughs> you can't do that. It doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? So it's now yeah. now they're in a position where they can know what that's like <laughs> so
2: yeah oh we actually just got feedback as you were talking about oh, we? episode 186 shall i read it sure it's from Carrie Caulfield Eric yeah and it says hello ladies and john <laughs> I have to say that I'm in a hundred percent with John on standardization. I'd like big media to leave us alone. I don't mind standards. I think they're useful, but I also think we indie creators built this Sure, We should definitely be involved in setting standards. Is there an indie podcast union yet? Maybe there needs to be one. What I'm seeing a lot is crossover with, me, uh, with media, production companies, and ad agencies, and podcasting. Currently, I'm auditioning for a podcast production job for a TV producer. I also have another semi-podcast and talks with Netflix. I've worked with an ad agency to produce sponsor spots for TV, radio, and podcasting. Part of me is like, yay, podcasting is growing up. But another part of me is like, don't hurt my baby.
3: Aww. See? Power to the people.
2: That brings me to my feelings about Alex, Inc., Uh My husband loved it. I identified with the struggle to articulate what podcasting is in my early days and even now when people ask what's a podcast or that whole, isn't that cute, you work in podcasting or is that even a real job? Love or hate the show. It's bringing podcasting to the masses. Awareness is good. It's also scary. I have the underlying fear of big media taking it over and pushing out the voice of the independent content creator. And that's all I have to say about that, Carrie. Carrie. Very interesting feedback. I love getting her feedback. Thank you for writing your feedback, Carrie. We should have read it last time, um, but it probably just slipped our minds. No (laughs) offense. Um, But it just so happened that as we were talking about this, I saw your email come in because we're recording on Friday instead of Wednesday, which we've explained why. And um, yeah. So what do you
1: guys think about her feedback? I agree with her. You know, I think that there's that she does voice that to the people, you know, it was it was really interesting. And I I was looking at, oh, my gosh, I I wish I remembered what this term was called. I'm not going to look on my phone because I don't want to miss our connection. But I was on Instagram the other day and one of the there was a podcast uh, that was mentioning this this term. And it's sort of like, oh, I think it was called gate. Gatekeeping, or something like this. And this is something that they were alluding to from the um, game, like that they have experienced in the gamer industry primarily like the gamer and like science fiction type industry, where in certain fandoms, there is sort of like a gatekeeping if you could be a fan. It's like this really weird thing. It's like if you say like, I really love Xbox. It's like the Xbox people are like, no, you don't. If you really love Xbox, you would do this and this and this. Like there are like stipulations to how you can be a fan in certain groups or whatever. And so it's called it's kind of like gatekeeping, even in the communities. And I've commented that I had felt that. And I've saw, talked about this before, in the podcasting space, where there is there is gatekeeping in certain places. Like we talked about Work It a while ago, where, you know, there are certain people who are um, gatekeepers around the type of content that is talked about, be, not because they are not not wanting more, but they only have a certain experience. You know, they only know what they know and they don't expand outside of that. And it's sort of like, well, it's just sort of like the broadcasters um uh, versus the right. and the Indies don't generally get like the the same open doors, if you will, you know, even with the media, when the media is looking out for uh, when I interview some podcasters. They're generally going to go to the bigger places, right? They're gonna go to those companies that they hear are creating the professional
3: shows for quote
1: <laughs>
3: versus yeah. the rest of us. Well, listen, we're <laughs> underfunded, understaffed,
2: quote, professional,
3: and well, yeah. we're putting out a show that would actually rival some of these quote procasters, and now they're coming in Stop and just quoting. Why?
2: What's with the quote? Because I
3: don't like the term. I don't like the tone. Procaster. I don't like it.
2: What would you prefer they be called?
3: Oh, I can't say. Well, I could say that here, but I won't. So what it is oh. Oh is my gosh. right. Uh, this is how I feel because, Painful. in other words, they, they 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 had their own little. I've been saying this since the beginning. They had their own sandbox. <laughs> yes, they ruined have. their sandbox, and now they're coming into our sandbox. They ruined their. Sa- well, well, then what are they here for? Why are they here if they didn't ruin their sandbox? They were the big radio people. <laughs> they had all this stuff, and they used to say, "Oh, look at them! They're, they're look at them! They're playing! They're look! They're playing! Oh, they're podcasters! They're playing radio! Oh, isn't that cute? Look at them! Oh, we're radio people! <laughs> ah, the anger. Now the radio people the are over here, right? And now they don't like this because they didn't Damn. make it. Well, we made this, okay? And now they want to change it. Well, no. And that's what the way I feel. You can't say no. I I just did. You just don't have to. You. I said no.
2: Listen, there's no yes or no. They can either standardize or not standardize. It shouldn't change the way you sell your show or measure your success. It shouldn't be downloads in the first place. I'm all for that's this. That's the but... whole thing. Who cares what they do? Because your show's success rate should be measured by audience participation or event tickets or job in in comedy or whatever it was your goal was in the first place, indie podcasters shouldn't be measuring their success by how many downloads they have. And obviously, the reason why is because not everyone is measuring it the same way. So it's not a true measurement of success.
3: I understand that. But see, what it I'm saying It would depend is- on
2: where you were hosting anyway. So why... What is there to be angry about? That's I don't the think I they don't
3: even think understand it. podcasting because they're trying to change what makes podcasting great. Not well. Well, hang on. I, can I well, finish? But
2: they're so getting what, there.
3: They want yes. to stream. I don't like streaming. I want to download. I want to download something to my phone and be able to listen to it. What if I'm driving somewhere and all of a sudden I don't have a good signal like Elsie does and next thing you know, your program drops off and you have to wait till you get over the mountain to get the program back again? I want to be able to download it to my device and listen to it on my terms. So what podcasting is, to me, is something that I control. I find the shows. I bring them in. I listen to them when I want to listen to them, not when they want me to listen to them. Or the other day, I was in my truck, and there was an interview that I wanted to hear. It was on radio. So I get to some place, and they're just about ready to come on, and I had to stop. And by the time I got back to the radio again, the interview was over. I missed it. Now, if that's podcasting, I hit pause. I do what I have to do. I hit play, and I don't miss a word of it. And that's what's great about podcasting. Where radio, they don't have that, okay? It's broadcast in the air, and it's over. And if you miss it, you miss it. And they're coming, now they want to come in mm-hmm. here because they see a market. And I, I think, to be honest with you, they're hedging their bets because they don't know which way radio is going to go, to be quite honest with you. And they want to be able to hedge their bets in case they have to jump on, into the podcasting. But they're now they want to do it their way, or they want to change everything that's, that's being done now. That's what I don't like.
2: Don't you this is what they want I don't think they necessarily want to change everything I think what they want is a way to both measure success and prove measured success
3: good luck they can't even do that on their own media. They, how do yes, they, they can. How do they know who's listening to what? They I hand don't out remember books.
2: because I'm not in radio.
3: They hand out books and somebody writes don't down a bunch ratings? of
2: stuff. How?
3: How do they have ratings now? They used to, I don't, the don't same way with TV, they used to send you a Nielsen. I don't
2: know.
3: Okay, so they don't even have, they don't yeah. even have a standard on how t- their shows are doing. Now they're coming in here and all of a sudden we're supposed to have they this. Must. Un- un- they must. Why must they? Then what is it? I don't work in radio, so
2: I don't know, but I assume they do. Television does.
3: Well, somebody should know. Somebody out there right? in, in, in the audience should know how radio yeah, but does not it.
2: one of us.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm just saying.
2: They're surveyed by professionally run research companies. Oh, boy. And then the radio stations receive a report which ranks them in order of popularity. The report includes statistical information about how many, how many people, how long they listen, the number of listeners based on estimates. But they're generally accurate because they're extrapolated from research that was done to survey various members of the audience in a given city.
3: Okay. So then do the same thing. Then go take your clipboard warriors and they send do. them into in, – They are doing the same n- thing. They know. They want to be able to measure how it is, it is received because you can do that in podcasts and you can't do that in radio. And they want to change it.
2: Because, the, well, I mean, if you think about what they're doing, they're serving people in a given city, but podcasting isn't per city like a radio station is. So it's harder to gauge popularity and measurement without having a standardized unit, which is what they're trying to achieve. It's all logic. It's just annoying because it's bothering. I mean, it's just bothering you mm-hmm. that they're being logical about, but it's all logic. No- It's Well, I'm offended offended by
3: that because logic does not offend me. Their logic offends me.
2: That's not – I didn't mean that. (laughs) I'm sorry. That came out wrong. I meant what they're (laughs) – I didn't mean that. I meant what they're doing – Is all very, it's all very mathematical and logical. It really has nothing to do with wanting to take over, not liking the way, wanting to make things their way. They want, you know, like any corporation or business or scientist or person with a degree, they want to quantify success with one measurement. We don't currently have that. They've taken it upon themselves to create it. It shouldn't really affect what independent podcasters are doing because If they've been measuring their success by download, then first of all, they should want there to be one definition of that so they can keep on measuring it that way. And if they don't, then it's not going to affect them anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you can't have these people use inches and these people use feet and these people use miles and these people use pounds. It makes no sense. Everybody has to use inches or you can't tell who's the best. And they have to know who's the best because, you know, the size of
1: their penis is on the line. I don't know why. They just have to. There's a disconnect. No, I just think that there's a <laughs> I think that there's a disconnect between um, that. You know, when I do want a standard thing, John, is when you get guys like the ones that lie to Jessica, you know, the guys that come yes. in and are are like. Well, no, I have, you know, X amount of download numbers. And then she's like, oh, really? You know, And then she reaches out to me and I can kind of just very kind of say to her, well, it's not exactly those numbers that they have. You know, they, they put a spin on this stuff and then they go and lead with these numbers in a public setting where they're selling other
3: things. Yeah, and it hurts, the, it, hurts the it hurts the industry. It hurts the industry yes, absolutely I and then everybody
1: that. starts and so when I when I start to think about the good of this stuff is like I would like to be able to um have that be kind of transparent because at this point I don't know if you'd notice this but it's like nobody really nobody really ever shares the entirety of their podcast stats. Generally speaking, they'll come in when they've hit a big number. Like, oh, we just hit 10,000 downloads. Or we just hit a thousand downloads today. That's the first time that's ever happened. Or a monthly thing. Um, And then they'll take a screenshot. Or they'll say like, oh my gosh, you know, I started last month and I got X amount of downloads and then now I have this amount of downloads. That's like double, blah, blah, you know. But you don't see the totality of those numbers because then you would really see up and down and up and down and up and down. And you would see that a lot of those numbers aren't particularly relevant to most people, you know? So right. That's all.
3: Podcasters, when it goes to downloads, there's a certain amount of download envy, all right? And so you don't want to take out a small amount of downloads. You want a certain amount of uh, downloads where you feel comfortable with that. And so, but the, again, I don't have a problem with, I, I got to be honest with you, I have no problem with the, the hosting company that I host with uh, broadcasting... As, you should be able to go to my hosting company and say, hey, listen, here's uh, – I would like to know the Brand X podcast download numbers. And they would go, here you go. There you go. That would do more for podcasting than all this other stuff. So, in other words, if someone goes to Lipson and says, hey, can I find out – you does this podcast host with Lipson? Yes, it does. Can I have last year's download numbers? Sure. Here they are. There you go. Right. That solves everything. Okay.
2: okay. But now we're getting into why they need the measurement, right? Because anybody who – okay, let's just say – forget the Procasters. Let's just say that you and I
3: – I just fixed this just so you know. All this other stuff, I just fixed it for you. That's how, you, that's how it's fixed.
2: You did not. Sure I, I did. I'm introducing a whole other aspect. What if Nike decides they want to advertise on all independent podcasters Okay. and you give them statistics that are from Podbean and we give them statistics from Libsyn and these people get from Spreaker and these people get and, – and Nike looks at it and goes, well, I don't even know what this means. These are all different numbers. They all mean different – fuck this shit. I'll just go back to radio. You
3: don't want that. We just went through this with the IEB standards. And you know it doesn't matter what a Podbean, in other words, your hosting There's would only be verifiable if it follows those standards. And then a company can come and ask for your show's downloads, and then the show and the the company that hosts your podcast gives them that that information. Just gives it to them.
2: You're right. We just went through it with the with IAB, and that's what we're continuing to go go through it with. That's the exact same thing. There's still working on the IAB is still working on it
3: I don't even remember since it's, it's, everything happened with the shows I don't remember which was a show and wasn't a show it was on the show
2: NPR I know we've done so still, many shows S- NPR counts after 24 hours Midroll counts after two lips counts after five minutes so it's standardized but not really still
3: and then I that's when I said a is download it? now, a now download. I don't even
2: remember myself
3: yeah I know that's when I said a download is a download but it's not it, it, it is right, but it's not. if you're downloading on your phone if you're subscribed and you're subscribed for the the, the uh, episode to download a download is a download so why does it make a it's difference not. in an and hour or play. two hours a download because is a if download. They download
2: it and don't press play it's not listened to
3: now you're talking don't about you wanna know if somebody heard and, the damn thing well how are you going to know whether anybody listens or not then, then you can't use this then then podcasting isn't so then by advertising standards, podcasting isn't a medium that you can advertise on according to advertisers because they want too much information that podcasters can't provide. Right.
2: But there's 500,000 podcasters that had advertisers, all, you know, that like, like, like I said, forget mid-roll and NPR. If you and I know a guy at Nike, I mean, you still have to give them something. Are you saying no podcaster can take ads because we can't figure it the fuck out? It makes no sense.
3: They're a little bit needy advertiser a little bit needy. They want, you know, they want all this stuff to be provided to them, and we really don't even have a way of doing that. We're pretending that we do. Okay, here's a download. Well, did they listen? Oh, no. Well, that's no good. All right, sorry. We don't have a way to provide listens. Neither does radio.
2: That's why they want to get rid of
1: MP3s
2: and go to streaming, it's because then you can prove it.
1: Oh, my God, you guys. This is making me fall asleep. I'm done. I was like, I don't know if I can. Well, keep now on you it. know how I feel when you two talk about
2: whatever nonsense you talk about about how to record things. Now you know my life. This is why I'm quiet half the time.
1: I think we did do a show. Did that? Unfortunately, I don't know what show we did. Just like you, John, I don't know what show we actually got out <laughs> i don't remember what we talked about in the episode that never came out
3: we we had this fight three times by now i don't know if i we know it, i just can't
1: i know i'm just like is this did we already talk about this i can't remember i think we did talk about this the last episode but then since- listen we i don't remember do we talk about blueberry
2: has licensed music now
3: we did talk about it but i don't think it went out i think that's the yeah that's the one
2: that, to- so we didn't go out and we wanted. I'm just going to go through really quick all the stuff you missed. Blueberry now has a service where for like nine bucks a month or per download, they're going to give you access to stock audio, which is cool. It seems a little off-brand to me because you can get that from anywhere, but it's – you know, if you're, if you're podcasting for the first time, you don't know where to get audio. Now you can get it from your host, which is kind of neat. Also, I wrote an article this week about how radio is dead because I can't stand people say shit is dead because I think it's arrogant and obnoxious. Also, there was a study that 76% of UK listeners have acted on a podcast ad according to Acast. So they did a study of a bunch of Brits. And all the Brits say, you know, three out of four Brits say they've either gone to a website, made a purchase, or scratched their own ass as a result of a podcast ad. So it's brilliant stuff.
1: Guess what? We're going to be a podcast movement. (laughs) Guess what? We are going to be a podcast movement. And then you can have lots of information about all of this. Because it could be, you know, some of those futurists just could be there talking about downloads, doing all that download stuff and they can
2: shove it up their tush
1: futurists
2: you're not a futurist you're a presentist because you can't be in the future
1: Right. Well, I, (laughs) not you, but whoever you'll have all of those people talking about all the stuff as well. And in case you guys want to show up and do that. And I know that, um,
2: if you want to argue about advertising and downloads, this is the place for you to be. And if you want to have nothing to do with this conversation ever again, this is also the place for you to be because it has hundreds of sessions and you can learn anything you want. From marketing and monetizing, setting up your equipment, audio production—they'll have a whole. Don't they usually have like a just mic display where you can test out your voice and any living thing?
1: Yes, they do. That there's some people that de- definitely different boots now coming in with that. Yep, for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's going to be in Philly, right in my backyard, July 23rd through 26th. If you go to podcastmovement.com and enter SHEP, all one word, SHEP, I guess, um, you can get $50 off your ticket. Also, Elsie and I are going to have a booth at she Podcast, so please come visit. Well, somebody will be sitting there, probably <laughs> one of us, but maybe not. John <laughs> will, might be sitting there. Um, and then also, we're going to announce a special event that we're having the day before, so if you're... If you think you might want to participate in something else now you're doing the day before, uh, book your travel for Saturday so that you can hang out this Sunday. And then the thing starts Monday night, I believe. So it's going to be really fun. Um, Elsie and I go every year. We're super excited. Elsie has a whole track. She got them to do a whole track about inclusion and diversity, which is so important. Um, and so for the first time, they're going to have all these conversations about how to um, – how to increase your, oh, here we go.
1: Well, I know it's actually, this is it's society and it's society and culture track. And so you get an opportunity as somebody that has a podcast that doesn't fit into business, that doesn't fit into how to podcast, that doesn't fit into technical, that doesn't fit into industry. If you have a podcast that is, making an impact in culturally in any aspect of your community the track is coming up so that means nonprofits that means people who are doing social justice podcasts that means people who are serving religious communities that means people who are are are, are helping you know get the word out about accessibility or or people who are Uh, in there, you know, after 60 or something like that. These are communities that often don't get represented in the movement itself, in podcast movement, in the conference. And so now you get an opportunity to learn from people who are building communities outside of the scope of just business. So that's how I view what that society and culture track is all about.
2: So anyway, podcastmovement.com, Shep. Shep. Podcastmovement.com. She pee, she pee, she pee, she pee, she pee.
1: Oh my gosh, John, can we do some tool tips now, please? Do we have tool tips? tooltips. Tool tool tip. <laughs> yes, I do. But what is Elsie's tool tip? What's it about? It's episodes, dude. It's my little <gasps> clipisodes Fine. Cannot wait
2: to hear about this. Tell me I right know. now. All I the know. Things. <laughs> So, I, clip is- <laughs> she sent it to me yesterday, and I was like, she sent it to me, and then went to the grocery store. I was like, how does it work? Uh, well, it actually—I know so I was cool. in the.
1: Well, you saw it on T podcast because see, what I was doing is this. It's like I saw it when I was reading the feeds because I I read my feeds. That's how I get my information, and I found this article on Tech uh, Crunch. Uh, I think I have to get a link to this stuff on TechCrunch that was talking about this new app called Clipisodes. And I think what called my attention is like it said something like make your own talk show or something like that. The headline itself grabbed me and I was like, what? What is this? Right? And so when I read it, it is essentially like you being able to do like a and a session or a, a community involved in quote show because that's the way that it was built inside of this article with other people participating in your show. And then I thought, like, what are they talking about? Like, what's the difference in this? Isn't this like doing a Facebook Live and bringing people on? But it wasn't like that at all. So it essentially is this app called Clipisodes. It's free and it's a video app. And all that you do is you, you know, obviously you open your little account And you can record yourself asking a question or or feedback like we could ask, you know, like, let's say we're doing something like this for podcast movement right now. We could say something like, um, what was your what was the funnest experience you had in podcast movement in 30 seconds or less? And then I will record myself saying that, and then I will then post this to social media, send it out on a on messenger app or, or however, right? I send it out like that. And then whoever wants to participate, they don't need the Clip Episodes app. All they have to do is click through the link, and then they record themselves. It's kind of like doing a double ender, but with video. They record themselves on video, and then it ends up in this episode which is weird it ends up in the app like whatever you recorded ends up in the app and then once you get it you get all these little clips and it tells you like here's your video and then it's got these little responses beneath it and so what i did is i did and A Q&A session for the e-league my mentorship group, and I said, I've been getting a lot of questions. I was wondering if any of you guys had any questions, I'd love to answer it for you. And then I had four people respond. And then so when they sent the video, I watched the video, and then I recorded myself answering their questions. And then I just lined them all up. So I said, like, you know, it was me, and then the next person, and then me and the next person. And I just kind of like manually did that. You can kind of do that.
2: And then you export it out
1: all on the phone, super fast. And it has the name of the person underneath it like you so and everybody did it and they said it that was so easy because they don't have to have an app they don't have to have the clipisodes app they just do it from their phone
3: so what happens if someone sent you something that wasn't that you didn't want to put in there can you cut that out you
1: don't you can delete it yeah you can delete it you can Mm. you so when you're putting it all together you you put the show together that you want to put together
2: Oh, I like totally that. Totally been talking for two minutes. Didn't realize I was on mute. Wondering why you were ignoring me. Oh. How do they string? <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought you were just being how quiet because you went it and- all together. No, I was <laughs> talking for the love of. So stupid. I am so tired. All right. So like, how do they string it all together? That's the part I can't figure out. Like if I ask the question. What if someone sends me back? Does it automatically go on the end tip of the thing? I how does it work? I don't know. I know what the concept
1: of how it works, but how does it actually work? You don't but you didn't really get. Have you gotten a response from somebody yet? Like, have you done it? I've not used it yet because I'm afraid I won't know how to string it all together. Yeah. No, so I, no. you have to do it in order to figure it out. <laughs> Because that's how I did it. So I asked, I put the question in there and I was well, like, that's okay, annoying we'll scary. see what happens. After you do that, you put the question out there. And then if somebody responds to you, okay. when you look at your little video inside of the app, on the bottom, it says one reply or two replies, right? And then when you go into the video, it has these extra little layers beneath the video that are really small. Mm-hmm. And then you tap on it and it has a pe- the person's name or whatever they titled the episode, right? You tap you tap on oh, it I'm and then try it, it. it pops up the video and then you can watch their video. And then you can decide whether or not you want to keep that or not. And then you can respond to it and then and then you you realign them. Like you move them up and down, or however you want to string them together, to make a show. Like the guy who created it, the he he made one of his, and he didn't necessarily right, try it. Add people to it. He actually did sort of like a Q and A of the app itself while he was in different places. So. What he did is he he essentially did like, uh, you would imagine it like an Instagram story, right? Because Instagram stories are like that. They're little bits and pieces that come together and they kind of make a video. So what he did is he just recorded himself talking through the app and how it works in different places. So he wasn't just doing one six-minute video or something. He did like, you know, one minute here, one minute there, that kind of stuff.
2: Is that the guy that, is that the developer, that guy?
1: Yeah, that's a developer. That was on got. the homepage? Yeah. What's it called yes. again? Clipisode.
2: Clipisode. C-L-I-P-I-S-O-D-E. You can only download it on the phone because when you go to the website, it says, screw you, download it on Apple or Android.
1: Yeah, so that's really cool. I was really excited. I kind of really dig it. It is cool. I'm going to try it's, it. Um, it's, I think that it would when be we get a off really good I'm going to try it. Yeah, I think it would be really great as an opportunity to, like, I'm going to see if I can do something for Lipsyn. Like, it would you know, that how I just asked, I actually just asked on the Lipsyn feeds, how are you using your H2N? I mean, your H6. If you have an H6, a Zoom H6, how are you using it? And that's generated a lot of responses because a lot of podcasters use the H6. And I've learned a lot just from watching it all. It would be really great to do a question like that. And then just put it out there and then see who does it. And then I could create mini social media videos featuring podcasters talking about their stuff. Like I could, again, I could just be like, how do you record your show? And have them do like a little 30 second video and then we can string it all together and they would get free promotion anyway. So I just thought that was really great. And they don't have to have the app. It is really great.
3: It was funny so. cuz I went into the podcast one of the podcast Facebook groups and I said are you a you know if you have a co-hosted podcast you know is your relationship with your co-host co-host are you a doer and have a diva or do you have equal amounts of work how does it work with your co-host and that seemed to bring up a lot of that would be a great question for something like this too.
1: Yeah, absolutely and I think that the only yeah. here's the only caveat John that I can see with this is that Podcasters tend to talk a lot, and they tend to take over. So I do know that what happens in boxers sometimes. No, in boxers sometimes it tends to happen too, where like it's a it's a question that could be a long answer, but the majority of the time it's like you could say it in thirty minutes, and I mean thirty minutes, a a minute and a half maybe or less. But there are some people who take like six minutes to answer the question, and you're like, oh my god. I know that's that's all. That's long... the drawback
3: of Voxer because yeah. I do see well, that. No, no.
1: And what I'm saying, like, and it's not it's even, the drawback not Voxer. of Voxer podcasters. No, that's what, yeah, that's a drawback of podcasters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if somebody's going to be doing the video, they could totally do that where they could just keep talking because they can. And and I and yeah. I have a feeling that that's just a reflection of our community. It's not the app. It's the reflection it of our community. We really do not like editing nor do we feel (laughs) editing ourselves is like is necessary every
3: word we say must be heard funny
1: yes even if we we are brilliant and geniuses and over again listen if the shoe fits we should wear it but the app does not give you the opportunity to do editing like we're talking about so let's say you send me an answer that i love john but you do go on a little bit like today, like <laughs> where I could just be like, you know what, I'm just gonna cut a little bit of John out here.
3: Oh, just gonna be a lot of John cut out of this one.
1: <laughs> like I can't, you know what I mean. So I wouldn't be able to do that. It okay. would just be like simple. But if either one of you guys or of you guys that are listening, you want to see the video that I made, it was just really great. I I loved, I loved having people participate. It was awesome, and it was really super simple. So. I'm I'm super impressed with this little app. And the developer seems to want to be getting the, the word out about it. I'm not sure how they're making money. I can't remember if I bought it. It's, it's free, right?
3: Yeah. I think yeah. it's free. So I far, don't know how
1: free. they're doing that because it's, I mean, it, they're doing a lot of work in the back end with that. Yeah. Transcoding and putting the well, things together. Tw- and
2: Twitter and Facebook are still free.
1: Yeah, but they're not dealing with media, Jess. Oh, maybe they are. No, they are. Where the heck are they putting all the stuff? Apps, like, I just keep video. thinking, like they just do it. It's everywhere.
3: You know what okay. this is? This is almost like video anchor, kind of, sorta. It's
1: kind of yeah. sort of video anchor. Well, a- anchor but it's has two
2: way. That's the thing that's cool. It's a two way anchor. is Still one way. You can't get other people
3: to. You be can. Part of your recording. It's like uh, Bigfoot. It's hard to. It, I don't know how to do it. It's possible. I've seen it done, but it's not real, really easy. Like this is.
1: Yeah, I think that the, it's a yeah. really, really easy part that I kind of dig about this. And you know, what's really cool is, um, I would like to, it would be really neat to do something that is, um, that we're covering, like, if we were covering an event um, that was happening, for whatever reason, it was happening, uh, you know, nationwide or something like that. Maybe it was like, you know, let's say for uh, International Podcast Day, where we were, we would go like, what are you doing for International Podcast Day, we could actually put a show together so fast with everybody, because everybody would just do it and ima- and immediately it would just come into this one thing and we could just put it out.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: Super small. And so what I did for for you guys, if you guys want to l- listen to my promotion, marketing, testing, because I love to test this stuff out. So I got, it ended up being a six minute video and there were four participants and I, and, and actually just two questions. The other people just wanted to use it. And I loved it. They were like, thank you. I don't have a question. I just wanted to do this. <laughs> and we love you. Uh, thank you, guys. So I kind of did that. And then um, so it was six <laughs> minutes. And so what I did afterwards is I obviously I I posted it inside the Facebook group. I posted it on my page. And then I used the app called um, Cut Story, which we, we have we alluded to, but we didn't really talk about it the last time the last time that we talked about it this was an app called continual which was like $9.99 or $7.99 which cut your instagram videos into those little 10 second things so that you could actually use it as a story right so you could cut them cut them down into 15 second bits and you can upload them oh, yeah. and use them right so this other app is continual called are you talking continual. about continual yes continual but now this one that i used for myself for this is called cut story because what i did is i you can using cut story you can customize the size of the video that you want to use so i wanted to post it in my instagram feed not inside of a story mm. and so what i did is i cut my video into a 1 minute Uh, six six minutes essentially into little one minute pieces. So six little videos. And then you can upload them to Instagram as these little six videos, like into one minute videos altogether. And so anybody who really wants to see it, they could scroll through and swipe to watch the entire six minutes inside of my actual feed. And well, it obviously it's a long video cuz it's 6 minutes, but if somebody's really interested in my in the e-league and applying to the e-league and and what it is and um you know who it's for and all of that kind of stuff, you can actually watch me and I thought that I was like, "Oh my gosh, this actually really works." You can see me responding about what this is video-wise and I think that if somebody's interested they'll watch. They'll watch the 6 minutes. Yeah. So Right.
3: That's right around the tickle point.
2: You used each video as like a different photo all in the same one.
1: Yes. Yes. I
2: see what you did. Yes. That's very clever. I like that. Yeah.
1: And so that that way somebody can keep I saw somebody else do that. So I thought was that was not my idea by any means. I saw somebody else do that. And I have seen people marketing their podcast that way. Like they'll create audiograms. They'll create a series of auto audiograms so that they won't just do one but they'll do a series of them that kind of lead into different parts of the discussion inside the inside the podcast episode. So I've seen that done, and I thought that was very clever, so I just put this up there like that way. So the app that I use for this is called Cut Story, and you can easily um customize the size of your video. I just thought that was really cool. Hmm. yay, that yay is neat. for me. Yay for me. Yay! All these ways so, to
3: promote and all it's 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 it almost takes more time than podcasting. The promotion part. It almost it. does.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. it does. And it can be really really fun and I know it's very overwhelming for a lot of people but like it can be really fun. It can be really fun to create all these fun ways in which you can just enhance what you are already doing. New stuff. New stuff. Yeah, and test stuff and yeah. and and get people to learn new ways of doing stuff. So um yeah. So what do you guys think? Do you think that we've ta- do you think that we've talked enough or or what? Wrap it. Let's wrap it up. it up. Flip it, rub it down. But let's oh, no. wrap it up. All right. So um before All we close, right. if you guys have been, you know, wanting to check out the E-League, please um look at the link in the show notes and make sure that you get your application to me. Please. I've already started to let people in. Yay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because it's so fun to dive into your gr- into your stuff. Um, the group is it seems like it's going to be a pretty awesome crew. Please if you if you don't even know if you really want to commit just fill out the application because in doing so it'll clarify a lot of things. Plus you can also schedule 15 minutes to just talk to me. Even if you I'm not I'm not one of those people that sells you on something. I really will be honest with you if it's right for you or if it's not right for you. There's been many conversations that I have where I have told people I think that this is a better option for you because it it really is uh, a unique experience and um, and it's great for the people that do it I love it so much but it, again if you're feeling it just fill out the application or talk with me I'd love to have you be part of the E-League yay and also if you have any more feedback yay! please email feedback at com. feedback at com. and um, that's it follow us on social media we're at shepodcast all over the place so um We look forward to hearing from you very soon.
2: Find us. Love us. Yes. Love us. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Yes. Love you.
1: Mean it.
2: Bye.